This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X dot Amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Welcome to the Two Robbies podcast as presented by Land Rover on NBCSports.com. I'm Robbie Earl. I'm joined by my old sparring partner, Robbie Musto, to take a look back on the weekend's action. All right, Musty, I'm going to kick the conversation off with the Emirates. Arsenal, an important win over City. Were you impressed Mm -hmm. with the Gunners, mate? Where did you see this 1-1? Yeah, I thought it was uh, a really good game, actually. And I thought Arsenal... um, I guess just kind of overlooking, first of all, Rob, I thought Arsenal looked like a team that's ready to win the league. I Ooh, just think they've got that's belief a change. now. There's a change. Um, I thought it was a pretty solid performance. Um, I thought it was fairly similar in the first half. Both mm-hmm. teams are not very good at winning the ball back. Yeah. So they kept possession. They had their moments of possession. But when the possession was, was with Arsenal, I just thought they looked more dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. City, we know about company missing. I thought they looked more vulnerable at the back than Manchester City were. So, you know, all the things that we talked about, Rob, remember we talked about on the uh, the radio show, the, the Two Robbies football show, yeah. about different matchups. You asked mm. about who do you prefer of this player to yeah. that player. And most of those came out, I think on we top. agreed that Arsenal had the better of most of those matchups. We absolutely saw it today and Arsenal deserved to win the game. Yeah, I'll tell you, what, I was very impressed with today, Rob, Matthew Flamini, who, who we've thought maybe is he on his last legs as he got the athleticism. He was a central guy who bossed the game, who ordered people around, who got people doing their job today, when Aaron Ramsey was a little bit more adventurous than I thought he would be. Now, maybe there was a sense in Arsenal that City weren't at the races, that they could go and get a third, but when the game was in the balance at 2-0, it was a matter of, you know, Arsenal were pushing for a third when maybe at that time I wondered whether they'd be better sitting and keeping what they have. I just wonder, Rob, down the, down the road, do Arsenal still want to win this thing as a thing of beauty or are they can they sort of sit on a 2-0 and say, you know what, well, that's enough, two goals is enough and we'll keep it clean? I think whichever way that you think they'll go, I, I think as now there's more motivation... Mm in Arsenal than any other team to win the league. Yep. I just think they've got more desire, Rob. There's been, it's been a longer but that, time. But that's a turnaround for you, that's a turnaround for you Musty, isn't it? Hammered. And I think now they believe they've beat United, they beat City, they beat uh, Leicester as well, mm. um, which are the toughest, <laughs> the toughest opponents. I just think but, they're ready to win it. And whichever way they do it, Rob, whether they sit back, mm. whether they try and outplay teams, they believe they can do it. Now, <laughs> believing they can do it and actually doing it is yeah. going to be a mentality test. It's going to be mm. a longevity test. Arsenal have often failed. So just like, uh, you know, we thought, or I thought, I thought Arsenal would win this game, but I still believe Man City will win the Premier League. But, but I was super impressed with Arsenal today. I thought it was a good, um, a good performance. Just on, on Flamini, yeah. I'm not surprised, Rob, in this game. I'm not surprised that he, he elevated himself. He was a leader. He, mm. was, he was limping around at the end. Yeah. 
you know, what you worry is that he's got to do that week in, week out because they need that because Arsenal don't have that other type of midfield player to help along with that. So, huge mm. today, I agree with that. But can he do it week in, week out as clock runners away? OK, getting the sense of Robbie Musto's turning into an awesome Wenger fan all of a sudden, but we'll, <laughs> we'll see how that goes over the next few weeks. Rob, let's turn our attention to City. Manuel Pellegrini made a couple of big calls. Fabian Delft brought him into the team, played him on the left-hand side instead of Raheem Sterling. Sergio Aguero back in the team, not sure if he was 100% fit, instead of Wilfred Bonny. Neither really particularly worked well for them. It was a quite a laboured performance by Manchester City, Rob. Any worries for them? Five defeats now before Christmas. Can they still go on and get the title? They can still do it. They can still do it. And I think, you know, these stats and people are throwing out all these mm. stats. This hasn't been done. And when yeah, you lose yeah. five games before mm. Christmas, et cetera, et cetera. I think all the stats for this season have to be thrown out the window. It's like no other season. This is going to be a, probably the, the, the champions are going to win more ga- uh, lose more games than they've lost before. So I don't believe all that. When there's only four, five, six points to the top of the league, you, absolutely you're in the league. So I think they can. Um, I think he did, he did make mistakes today, yeah. yeah. I, I think... Uh, Silver and Aguero, it's painfully obvious mm. that they're not right yet. Um, the Delft thing was weird on the left-hand mm. side. was just weird. He had, there's so many other ways he could have done it, Rob. He could yeah. have played Yaya and Delft either side of Fernandinho. Correct, yeah. I just think that's a, a better midfield mix. We said it a couple of weeks ago that Yaya Torre is a problem. Mm. He's a brilliant player when he wants to. And we saw him enter beast mode in the last 15, 20 <laughs> minutes. But before that, he is a problem playing in the middle of midfield. And Pellegrini's kind of used him as a number 10. I thought that's how he was going to go when I saw the lineup today, but he didn't. Um, so that continues, in my opinion, to be one of their biggest problems is finding the right position for Yaya Torre. Interesting at the moment, Rob. And listen, they spent $250 million in the summer at Manchester City, yet still look to me like there's holes in that squad. But I just want to talk about the, the pack, the, the ones just chasing behind them. I'm talking about Tottenham. Manchester United. I'm going to put Palace and even Watford in that because Watford now 28 points, only four points behind Manchester City. Could one of these, what we call also runs, and I'm not particularly calling about Manchester United in that case, but Palace, Watford, um, come in, come into the into the frame a little bit. Tottenham, I know you you quite fancy anyway. Yeah. Is, is it a year when uh, one of those teams could could come into it? Not not in terms of top four, Rob. I don't think so. I think it's stunning what what um, these teams are doing. Um, I think Leicester City have, have a genuine, a real genuine chance now of finishing the top four, which I can't believe I'm saying that. And, I, and I'm not saying that they will do that. Mm. I, I have to think that Manchester United will pull themselves together to get into that top four. But just, just on that, Rob, there's a theme, because we're always looking for themes. Yeah. It, it's kind of striking. This weekend, it's, it's kind of similar. That The theme for me overriding this season of Premier League is that, that hard work, mm. dire and work ethic nice. and all that kind of stuff is beating talent. It's mm. just beating talent. I mean, wherever you look, Leicester are beating Everton. The, the footballing teams, Rob, you know, mm. the Southamptons, the Swansea Cities, mm. you know, the Uniteds with the possession game. The possession game is losing out to work ethic and to counter-attacking. Norwich beat Manchester United. Mm. Watford beat Liverpool. Spurs, um, you know, with their running power, beat Southampton. So it's kind of an interesting thing. When it goes, it just triggered my thought there, Rob, when you're talking mm. about the likes of Palace. Yeah. Palace are a working team. Mm. Watford are a working team. The, the Leicester City work harder than anybody else. They, have, they, 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 you know, they don't win possession games in, in matches, but they've been winning the games. That's a theme. But going back to your question, Leicester City... Chancellor top four, remarkably. Mm. Others, tremendous, but they're in good spots and I can't see them getting any higher the likes of Crystal Palace and Watford. It's interesting because you talk about the hard work and, and I think it's hard work uh, allied to talent. I think we're getting... 
better talented players, you know, your Balassis, your Puntins, if you talk at Palace, you've got your yeah. Vardis and your Mobs. It's these guys who've got ability, Rob. They can do a little bit as well, but they aren't off putting the, the hard yards in that uh, are getting it done for the club. Now, let's move on to another big club who's having their troubles of late. Manchester United, defeat at home to Norwich. Not so much about the game, because we, we've talked about that on the Two Robbies radio show, but let's talk a little bit about the situation in their football club. Louis van Gaal's position seems to be on the headlines, on the back pages a lot in terms of does, do Man United go and get Jose Mourinho? Is Wayne Rooney a long-term player now fixture at Manchester United? Or is, is, his, is his time coming to an end, Rob? Just get the feeling that, for me, Manchester United is almost getting like Chelsea where you feel this can't keep going on. Something's going to have to happen. Something's going to have to change. There's like a, a sea change of media, of ex-players, of fans who are not happy with what's going on at Manchester United. Rob, I don't care. I don't care about what... No, but you know what I mean? Every, everybody, all of a sudden, is turning their attention mm. massively onto Manchester United, yeah. massively onto Louis van Gaal. It mm. was all on Jose Mourinho, and it's like, way, champagne's out, we got what we wanted, he's been fired now, who's our next target? Mm. And of course there's ammunition there, of course I understand the way that they're playing, but I just think, calm down everybody, owners, chief executives, chairman, calm down. I mean, you know, let's have some patience here. United are, uh, you know, they're, they're fifth, you know, on, on goal difference. They're towards the top four. They can only get better what, what they've done. They've got a bundle of injuries. They're, 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 I've said it time and time again. They're asking young players, Memphis and Martial, to be world, change, you know, world stars or, or world talent in a short period of time. Wayne Rooney, you said it. I'll answer it. No. No, he's not, he is struggling. He's never going to be um, back to so, what he so was. So what do you do, Rob? You, you say gone. no, but but what do you do then? So you're you saying that Manchester, him, no, but as Manchester, Manchester United's best eleven is Wayne Rooney part of that or out of that? Right now, with the team that they've got and the yeah. players they've got, he's still part of it. He is still part of it. Now, if they'd have got a, a proper striker and a proven wide player, you know, we know that Di Maria didn't work out, but mm. if they had another one or he did work out, then absolutely he's going to struggle to get in the team. But they need him right now. This mm. team is not very good. Bring somebody else in. Okay, you know, Giggs will come in, Rob, and it'll be like, well, you know, it'll be gung-ho, they can see goals. He hasn't got experience. Get him out. Get the next guy, the next guy, the next guy. United right now, Rob, is a mess. And I get that. It's mm. a mess. But I tell you what, changing the manager, again, is not going to help this mess. Trying to rebuild a team to make a, to a, a Man United team that the fans want to see week in, week out is difficult. And I know it's a big amount of money that they've spent, but it's going to take time. It's going to take patience. And it might get a little bit worse before it gets better. Mm. Changing the manager, in my opinion, is well, not the answer right the, now. The, the media is suggesting he's got two games, Stoke and Chelsea. Oh, he, he loses those, Rob. I'm telling you, with Jose Mourinho around, the pressure's on. And, and let me just create a scenario for you that I know you're not going to like. Jose Mourinho, Manchester United manager in place for the game they play against Chelsea coming up over the Christmas period. How about that, Robbie Musto? Well, it's typical of you. <laughs> typical of you. Romantic. In the big Romantic, come on. Putting two and two together. And you, <laughs> I, I just don't, I don't, not that I don't see it, because nothing surprises me in the game anymore, but mm. I don't think we should see it. Look at the state of Chelsea right mm. now, Rob. Yeah. Yes, he'll poke players and they might get better in the short term. Though I have to say, it's a big transition. There's a lot of new players that Mourinho will want to come into that football club. Mm. But where, where does it go after two years? Where does it go? Well, yeah, you hand it. He's you poked hand people it. in the eye. He's fallen out <laughs> with uh, the, the, the club, maybe the fans and the, the officials and the, and the FA and everybody else. Yeah. I don't think Manchester United, there's one club that I, did, I wouldn't think would want to have any part of that. 
and, and Bobby Charlton has said it himself, is having Mourinho at the football club. I get the short-term attraction. Mm. I get what he could do on a short-term basis. But really, Mourinho at Manchester United, with all the, the baggage that he, he brings, I just don't see it. But well, I know you feel differently. Well, what, you? What, what I would say is, Rob, that you could be shining your silverware, your, your titles and, and your cups and things, and, and let Mourinho go on his way and, and then maybe pass it on to the gigs or the like. But I know we disagree on that one. Mm. Well, I'm going to talk, going to mm. move on, on to Chelsea and just want to concentrate more on the fans. Yes, they got the result this weekend, but a lot of the fans were blaming the players, Rob. If we didn't get a chance really on the Two Robbies radio show to discuss it that much. Do you, do you think the, the, fan, the fans were right to do that? Do you, and and kind of how long does this last? Is, is it a couple of weeks? Is it a couple of months? Do they continue to have a go at the, their own players? Does Diego Costa and, and Azard and people like Oscar, are they going to be driven out of the club by some of the stuff we're seeing? Because it just feels a bit of an awkward situation for me where you're turning up as a fan, but you're not particularly happy, happy with, with some of the players who are wearing the blue shirt. No, I think it's a good question. And I think, first of all, Fans can can come and say whatever they want. Yeah. I, I you know I'm not mm-hmm. a Chelsea fan. They've been there a long time. They're mm-hmm. closer to it. If they want to come in and they believe that the players have totally let down the manager, I've got no problem with them with them with them kind of singing the songs and all that for, for that particular game. If I was a Chelsea fan and for what I've seen, I wouldn't I wouldn't be. Um, I wouldn't be doing that sort of thing. I, I'm more on the side of Mourinho has his style and this club and these players don't enjoy playing that style. They played it last season, you know, great at the start, but after kind of towards Christmas, Rob, as we saw, it changed into a very pragmatic, counter-attacking, defensive style. These players don't want to do it. That's why they're not, they've not been at their best. Um, and that's why we saw in this game an incredible difference in terms of flair, entertainment value, and players enjoying themselves. And mm. the biggest one, of course, is Oscar. I mean, that was kind of, if there's one person to sum up the situation, I think with the squad, the most of the squad felt about playing with Mourinho, mm. that was it. But in terms of the fans, they got every right to. They got every yeah. right to, to come and say what they, what they, what they want to sing and, and let their feelings known. But to answer the, the second part of the question, Rob, they should get on with it now. Yeah. They, you don't want to drive away mm. some of these good players. They are good players, and they've got to now try and find a new kind of groove to, to get some results again. Well, certainly the higher percentage of tweets we had uh, the weekend, and there was plenty of Chelsea fans yeah. who tweeted us, said they were blaming the players and not Jose Mourinho. We've got to move mm. on. Watford played Liverpool at the, at the weekend. Just want a, a quick summary of Liverpool, where they are with Jurgen Klopp after, is it nine games in charge now, Rob? Well, mm. what, what conclusions can we draw? I, I still think it's very much a work in progress. I think he's finding mm. out about players. He's finding out about systems. He's learning mm. some things that maybe yep. are good for some players and I would guess not so good for others. Yeah, I think um, I think this is kind of the honeymoon period is, is definitely over. Mm. I think everybody's realised that. I think this team will be inconsistent and it goes back, Rob, to what I think we were both saying about Brendan Rodgers' time is that the transfer policy or the decisions yeah, weren't great. Not good enough, yeah. They're not great. It's not a good team. It's not, no. it's not a great team. It's inconsistent. Benteke is, you know, we're not sure whether he's going to work at Liverpool. He mm. was a big fee. Roberto Firmino should be, you know, he's, he's not a young player anymore. He's inconsistent. He's getting used to the league. Emery Chan. So, uh, Klopp, Klopp, as he said when he came in, he hasn't got a mag- magic wand. I think you will see some, some really good performances mm. and they certainly struggle, Rob, when other teams say, we're not going to have the ball, so your pressing works. Mm. You can have the ball, so don't need to press us. You yeah. have the ball, find a way through. They struggle with that, certainly Anfield, and they struggled against Watford. Just, just quickly on the Watford thing. Yeah. I mean, talk, talk about the, the, you know, the, the work rate beaten talent. Mm. Tight pitch, work yeah. their socks off. 
Liverpool tried to be fiddly and fussy and play their way through the middle. Didn't work out. They lost the game. Lots of work to do for Jurgen Klopp. I think everybody's cooling down. He told our guys cool to cool down, down a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I, think, I think people realise now this is a, not an easy job. Yeah, listen, one team who ain't cooling down is Watford. KK Sanchez Flores has got, has got that team brilliantly organised. There's, there's, there's a common theme and, and, and a plan with what they're doing. They've got a strike partnership, Rob, that will challenge the best defenders in the league because of their work rate, because of their pace and power, and because, they, you know, they just look energetic, Rob. They look like they, they want to go at things. And, you know, there's a big game coming up for Watford. They go to the bridge on, on, on Boxing Day. It's on... Um, Ten o'clock Eastern Time on USA on on NBC. Do do what for the have a chance of going there and getting points? I think they do. I think when you've got uh, Troy Deeney and Odio Nogalo playing mm. so well on the counter attack, they are obviously going to be a threat. And those two strikers work back defensively, Rob. So four four two old yeah. school. And it really is old school yeah. because they're very, very compact and they help defensively as well. This is a real test. If there is kind of, in inverted commas, a new Chelsea now with mm. flair and entertainment and expansion and players enjoying themselves, this is a really good test. This is a really good test because I think Chelsea will want to see that. Yeah. Uh, the fans will want to see that. But are they good enough? Are they good enough and patient enough and confident enough? Because mm. their confidence is going to be still pretty thin. Um, they want to go and attack Watford. I think yeah. it could be difficult. I think Watford will make it difficult. There's mm. always a goal in them on the counter-attack. Yeah. I see this, being, this game being very tight. Um, but I think I think Chelsea. I think they will find a way to win the game. Um, you know what? One goal might do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to go for Joe. I just look at Terry and Zuma. I think Zuma's still finding his feet. He makes one or two positional challenges that, that I, I don't like. John Terry, we know uh, over the ground is not. I'm telling you what I see with Ivigolo when Dini drops in and he feeds him them little balls down the side. It's going to be a big test for, for, for Chelsea, that one. I, I think Watford can go there and, and get a point. Time to move on. It's our last chat of the podcast. We've got to give a bit of love to Leicester, Rob. 3-2 winners at the weekend at Goodison. They're banging in the middle of that run that everybody said. Or when they hit this run, the, the, the wheels will come off. They haven't. They're still in there. They've got a big game coming up at, at Liverpool on, on Boxing Day, 10 p.m. Eastern time on NBCSN. Mm. How long can this thing keep going, Rob? I believe they, they, they've got a chance of top four now. When you look, you look at the table, Rob, there's almost mm. a 10-point gap between them at, at first and Watford at the moment sitting in, in, in seventh. I mean, they can almost afford to have a little bad run and still stay in and around that top four. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the longer this goes on, the more the more special mm. it seems. It's such a special season. It's an incredible season. And actually, you know, you're right. And I think, you know, and I'm probably, you know, I, I was probably one of those guys to say, you know what, they haven't really played anybody yet. Mm. Let's see how they do in this run. They're, they're doing remarkably well. Mm. And this game as well, by the way, yeah. is is kind of ideal, not ideal, but it's a good matchup. Yeah, yeah, for them, for the but way they play. Just everything what I've said about Liverpool, about mm. they're struggling to break teams down, down, Leicester will come, they'll get behind the ball, and then they'll spring quickly in the counter-attack. This is a really difficult game for Liverpool. I can't see, at the moment, Leicester losing this match. I think mm. Liverpool... Um, I, I think I think it's going to be a draw. But but I tell you what, if there's a winner, mm. I, I think it's coming from Leicester City, just because of the way that they they match up the speed on the counter attack and Liverpool's defensive line look was awful in the last game. I give Leicester a real chance in this one as well, mate. We, we've seen Rob. We, we played in the league over the Christmas period. We've seen new managers come in and not quite understand it. There will need to be some rotation, though, won't there? In the Liverpool team with Klopp, but certainly in a, in a Ranieri team with Leicester. A lot of players have played a lot of minutes. You've got three games coming up over a very short period of time. 
Is is the depth in the in, is the quality in depth for Leicester to to stay and do what they're doing? That's my one little concern about this Leicester team. Well, I think I think there is some depth there, Rob. There is there is some depth. There's we've seen depth in the striker position. Uh, there's midfield players to come back from injury. There is some depth there. Uh, Schlupp hasn't been playing at left back, and Fuchs has been playing. So there is a little bit of depth, but there isn't depth in those star players. Those star mm. players have been amazing. That's why at the top of the league, Mares and Jamie Vardy, if anything happens to those, they get injured over this period, then, then things, I'm, I'm afraid, will dry up very quickly. You know, you can't rely on Ujo and Akazaki to be, to, to, to be banging the goals in. Uh, same thing with Mares. So it is dependent. And, uh, and we've, we've talked about the other players in the team doing a very good job, but they are dependent on those two players staying fit, staying confident and continuing to produce end product, which they've mm. done so well. So, um, but it's a good point. Mm. You know, those games over a short period of time, it's hard to, to be consistently good at that level. Well, let's just remember, Rob, quickly that, you know, before uh, January the 1st, the window's open. You can bring some people in. Now, the, the balance is, do you bring somebody in and, and affect the chemistry a little bit in the team or do you leave things alone and say, I'll go with what I've got? You might need to bring in one or two additions just to help and bolster and give the team a little bit of a lift going into the second half of the season. Yeah, I think they might try and bring in a couple. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change the team one bit. I think. I think um, as you've said, they they need a little bit of cover. I mean, Gokhan Inland, another player, Rob. Yeah, that I, not used. Haven't yet. talked about really yeah. in terms of covering. So I, I wouldn't change it at all. If they want to try and add a little bit and really go for this top four, I think that would be great. But the main thing, Rob, is keeping hold of these players. You know, yeah. if big offers come in for Mares or Vardy. It will be tempting to take the money. But I think the way it's going. The way that they have got a chance, maybe a once in a lifetime <laughs> chance to win the Barkers Premier League, you have to keep those two. Yeah, brilliant, mate. Lots to look forward to over this Christmas period. Make sure you join Musty, Rebecca, and I on Boxing Day. We've got 12 hours of football across NBCSN, USA, and NBC. In a week where Jose's gone, Louis van Gaal's wobbled, and Ranieri's sitting top of the tree. There'll be no radio show on Boxing Day, but we will be back with all the major storylines across all the major games in next week's special Two Robbies podcast as presented by Land Rover. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.